Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Better Living. I'm your host, Nick Carissimi. We are doing a phone interview, and I have not done a phone interview in a really long time, but it's for a good reason, and I think you can understand why we are doing that. I'd like to welcome my guest today, Diana Einstein. She's the executive director of the Mayor Star Council, their website, mayorstarcouncil.org. How are you today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. All right, so we have been trying to set this up for, it feels like, Forever. It was supposed to be in studio. Then we were trying to figure out the phone. The phone sounds great. So I want to thank you once again for being very patient uh, with this whole process. I do really appreciate it. It is my pleasure. I'm excited to speak with you. All right. Ashley Agnew with Dwell with Dignity recommended you for a, a guest on the show. As far as I understand, she is a part of the Mayor Star Council. Explain to me, we always start with the basics, explain to me what the Mayor Star Council is. Absolutely. Well, Marister Council is a one-year leadership program that teaches young professionals about the city of Dallas through our three pillars, which are learn, connect, and serve. And so that's what we do every month. We get out there. We learn about the city by visiting a different city council district every month. We serve in that same city council district by volunteering alongside other city residents and at the same time learning about a particular topic in that city council district that we can then get involved in. What is the origin of this group? I I can definitely see the benefit of this, but how did it get started? So about nine years ago, when Mayor Rawlings came into office, he and our co-founder, Trey Bowles, um, noticed that there was a lack of diversity and also a lack of young professionals in our city leadership. Um, And so what they wanted to do was create create an organization that brings together like-hearted individuals, but a really diverse group of young professionals who are 25 to 40, early to mid-level career, that could really become the next generation of Dallas leaders. This sounds like a very unique program. You mentioned offline that this is the only organization of its type that you're aware of. Is that true? It is true. We are the only civically-minded young professionals organization associated with the mayor's office whose main goal is, like I said, civic engagement um, all throughout the city, 
having a really educated, well-connected, caring group of individuals who want to lead the city in in many different ways. And, and, you know, some people do have uh, interest in running for office, and they do, and they have before. Uh, We have a a sheriff, a judge, someone who ran for mayor previously, someone who ran for mayor of Irving, um, and lots of different people serve on city boards, city commissions, nonprofit boards, and are just leading nonprofits and businesses across Dallas. At least at its inception, would you describe this organization as, was it a way to to find young professionals that could help the city and give them an opportunity to do that? Or was this taking young people that were already trying to help the city in different ways and trying to focus their energies? I think it's a combination of both, um, actually, uh, because we do have people who are already involved, already engaged, and we do have people who want to learn about the city and connect with other people who they wouldn't have before through doing this program. Um, Part of the diversity I mentioned is really in terms of profession. Um, It's, you know, we have people from the business world, the nonprofit world, the civic world, um, people who live in Dallas, people who don't live in Dallas. Um, So really, it it truly is a combination of both of those things that um, makes it so exciting for each of the class members to get to know other people in the class and learn about people who are just completely different from them, but really want the same things for the city. Diana Einstein is the executive director of the Mayor Star Council, their website, mayorstarcouncil.org. How long have you been with the organization? Well, I was in the fourth class, uh, which was uh, an incredible life-changing experience. And as I graduated, became the first executive director of the uh, Mayor's Chair Council. So um, I've been the executive director for about three and a half years, but was in the class right before that. All right, let's talk about the structure then. So you you said that there's classes. So are, are there certain groups of people that start together and then they go through a program? Let's talk a little bit more about the structure of how the Mayor's Star Council works. Absolutely. So we actually have um, application uh, season is open right now. We're open from March 1st to May 1st. Uh, you apply uh, yourself and um, are selected by a group of current class members, alumni, and board. Um, you would then begin the class in August at an opening retreat, um, which lasts for the entire weekend. And then once a month between September and June, uh, you are learning. Once a month, you are connecting. And once a month, you are serving. So you do actually spend about 10 to 15 hours with your Mayor Council class members from, like I said, September to June, and then have a graduation in July. So once a year, we have a completed uh, group of members, between 30 and 40 people per year, and then um, they graduate and become a part of our alumni. And then the alumni, I'm sure, sticks together to continue the process. It's got to be kind of just the jumping off point, really, right? That is definitely our goal. So we have people who um, are involved in many different ways as, as part of our alumni group. Uh, We have lots of people who serve in leadership because I am the only staff person. And so um, we have an incredible group of leaders who are committed and passionate about the organization because of the experience they had going through the class. Um, In addition, we have other volunteer opportunities for them, for example, being a mentor to one of our um, current class members that we call out our navigator program. Um, And so there's just lots of different ways. But but in in general, you see people participating in other uh, groups together, like the the Parkland group or the Communities Foundation group or, you know, just lots of different um, 
other nonprofits that they're involved in. They serve on city boards together. I think right now we have three Mayorshire Council alumni on the parks board. Um, so just as an example of, you know, they're out there in the city together. What initially drew you into this organization? What what made you want to be a part of the Mayor Star Council? Um, so I had been working at Temple Emanuel uh, for eight years, um, right when I started, um, when I moved to Dallas. And um, I was uh, overseeing the social justice program and, and really just fell in love with getting to know the city and, and other nonprofits and other religious organizations who cared about Dallas as much as I did. And I actually went to the Social Innovation Forum at SMU um, and met Trey Bowles there, the co-founder um, of the Mayor Council, through my friend um, Devin Skerritt, who had been working at SMU at the time. And um, I said to Trey, basically, uh, what's your deal? Uh, literally, I think I said that. And he <laughs> said, well, I do this and this and this, but I really, what I love the most is the Mayor Council. And so once he described it to me, it just felt like what was missing in my life at the time. Um, you know, I had three amazing little kids. I had a great job and I had a great community, but it was all kind of the same. And so when I went to the Mayor Council info session, I just saw this incredible diverse group of people who cared um, as much as I did about making Dallas the best it could be right now and in the future. And luckily, um, I applied and got in. Do you have an extensive background with charities and, and nonprofits? Is this kind of where you live in a professional sense? Would you say that? It is, absolutely. Um, I have been in the nonprofit field since high school, um, you know, getting involved in my youth group, planning regional events. Um, that was my immediate love uh, when I was probably 16 years old. What got you started, um, what, excuse me, what got you started on that so early? That's that's a young age. I think it's the right age for a lot of people to start getting interested in that, but what was it for you that made you really feel that it was important to you? I have a love for leadership and I have a love for connecting people. I just I love people. <laughs> and so when I when I meet people, I just love really getting to know their passions. Um and connecting them with other people who have similar passions or who have a need for something or who I just think may be um, good for each other, you know, to, to get to know or, or even for a business purpose or, for you know, for some kind of a special connection. So I think I, I love that as an early, uh, you know, at an early age. Um, and it really, really never left. Did you study this in college? I did. Um in college and in graduate school, um, I have a master's of public administration with a focus in nonprofit management. This is in your bones. <laughs> it is. I love it so much. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> so you you were already working very hard to help those around you. You're working in the nonprofit space. Like you said, you have your family. You've got all your ducks in a row, but you still didn't feel that it was enough. Do you think that this is something that translates to a lot of people that find Mayor Star Council? I do. I think that there is a special sauce in the Mayor's Church Council um, with relationships that are built between the class members and the inspiration they provide to each other and to each class, each new class as it continues. Um, when, when you speak with someone who is in the first class of the Mayor's Church Council and then you introduce them to someone in the new class, there's this excitement 
like, wow, this, this is crazy that this has, you know, continued on for this long, you know, we're new still. And so I think that um, the excitement just radiates through all of our class members. Um, and as they learn more and more about Dallas um, and get more sort of uh, connected to what's going on and, and what they can do to help it, um, it just, it lights a fire under them that I think is a ripple effect throughout the city. I love talking to people that started at an organization as a member and then moved on to being a, a part of it, to steering the ship. This is exactly what you have done to give people an understanding of what you do when you're a part of this organization. When you came in, what were some of the things that you worked on and some of the things that you accomplished in Mayor Star Council? Within the class, I was assigned, each each class member is assigned to a committee. Um, they sit on a committee for the entire year of their membership. And I was assigned to the um, what used to be called the membership committee, uh, which is now called the learn committee. And so the membership committee is where I really um, created my um, first Mayor Star Council family. Um, those are the people who I developed incredibly deep relationships with. And we were responsible for all of the monthly learn meetings. And so um, in addition to that, we also realized the need for um, an event that would be um, the sort of outward facing opportunity for Mayor Star Council to tell its story. And so through um, some of my other class members and um, some of the leadership of the Mayor Council, I think we were able to really create this ongoing learning focus by bringing in uh, leaders from all over the city. So you get a diverse group of thought leaders um, that presents the real honest truth um, to, to the people in the class. Um, and so that was really uh, incredibly transformative for me, I think. Did you know immediately once you got started with the Mayor Star Council that this was something that that resonated with you and that you were going to stick with? I think you have a little bit of an epiphany at the very opening retreat when you bond with the um, with the people around you. I think it was a little bit more into the year as I was getting to know and and develop relationships with the people in my class and understand the full capability of the organization, I realized then that um, I didn't just want to be in leadership as a volunteer for the organization. I wanted to actually steer the ship. Um, and so I started speaking with uh, Trey Bowles, who was the um, current chairman of the board at the time, and also with the current um, president of my class, Jen Sanders. Um, and, and just said, you know, I think, I think I can do this. Um, and Trey said, well, we're, we're looking to hire our first executive director. Maybe that could be you. Um, and so it was a, an incredible, um, opportunity for me to take the experience that I had at Temple Emanuel and at New York, New York University, where I worked in the development department and the Jewish Women's Foundation and, and take the experiences that I had of building structures and organizations into the Mayor Council so that I could build sort of a structure within an organization that already existed. Um, and now to have 
leadership transition and uh, an incredible um, board of directors and an alumni program and a development committee. Um, it's it's really, really exciting. Um, and I just hope that um, it lays the groundwork for the future of Maristar Council in Dallas and also potentially in other cities around the country. This organization had a massive impact on you. You you took it in and you wanted to make it better is, is kind of what I'm hearing. A hundred percent. Is your goal for this group to transplant it to other cities? What do you hope for as an executive director for this organization in the future? Uh, I think, again, it, it's really both. Um, my number one focus is making sure that our Maristar Council here in Dallas um, is as successful as it can be um, in terms of all aspects, um, financially, um, in terms of relationships, in terms of uh, future growth um, and support and alumni engagement and class experience, all of that is, is number one to me. But we have had interest from other cities, um, both close by and not so close by. Um, and I think that it's an incredible opportunity to prepare other cities um, to have civically engaged young leaders who want to um, and who are excited about leading the city next. Um, and knowing to, that you would have a program like this to actually educate them and connect them um, is really, you know, it's an, an opportunity not to be missed. But, but again, the, the number one focus is locally and then um, possibly creating something that can be shared. Let's talk about the idea of a leader. In your opinion, what is a leader? What is the Mayor Star Council looking for when they're trying to find people that are going to be a part of the program? When you say the word leader, what are you looking for? What are those qualities? So there are a lot of different kinds of leaders. Um, there are leaders who are not um, afraid to uh, share their opinion. There are leaders who listen to others first and take it in and then um, provide sort of a, a summary, uh, if you will. Um, and there are leaders with lots of different kinds of passions. Um, but, but kind of the, the person we're looking for is um, an upstander, which is the word that um, we like to use because it, it stands for someone who isn't afraid to do the right thing, um, whether they're doing that alone um, and then they have a group people follow them, um, or they're, they're doing it in a group of people, um, but that are really willing to be the next generation um, of people who want to run our city, who will run our businesses, who will run our nonprofits, who will um, take positions in the city, who will serve on city boards and commissions. Um, and so, you know, for Mayor Star Council, a leader is someone who is passionate and who is committed. Those are, those are two really, really important factors for us. The organization focuses on diversity. Is it important to have a diversity of leadership as far as the areas are concerned? You've mentioned it a little bit, but I want to talk a little bit more and understand a little bit more about why that's so important. So you're talking about leaders in the nonprofit sector. You're talking about business leaders. I'm trying to figure out exactly when we say diversity what mm -hmm. you're looking for and why it's so important. Um, so when I describe diversity to um, a group of potential applicants, let's say, um, what we're looking for is, yes, it's gender, it's race, it's religion, but it's also um, profession, it's diversity of thought, 
Um, it's diversity in terms of, like you said, location. Um, it's diversity in terms of who is from Dallas and who is not from Dallas. Um, it, it really is a representation of people ages 25 to 40 who live in our city. Um, I actually compare every class to the census to see, um, you know, how close we are. It's really going to be important for everyone to participate in this year's census so that we get a great understanding of who actually lives here and, and all of our get all of our needs met. That's really um, interesting. And so, yeah, I always um, try to ensure that we are reaching out to the communities that we don't have represented. Um, so we're doing that this year through um, religious institutions, through chambers of commerce, um, and just letting them know that we really do want everyone represented in the class because that is going to create the next best generation of leaders who understand one another and where they're coming from and why and what their goals are. And, you know, something that Trey um, has always said to our classes as they begin is, you know, I was in the class with so-and-so eight years ago. And we may be sitting across the table from each other in a city council meeting or a city board meeting, and we don't agree. But I can look at him and say, I know you, and I respect you, and let's work together to get something done about this instead of just saying, no, I disagree. Um, of, and so, so it really does provide this incredible connection um, for, for the people in the class and the people in our city. A lot of this is going to help further down the road, like you're saying, which is something I didn't think about, in that you already have a relationship, you already have a rapport. So when you do have disagreements or you do need somebody's help, you already have that connection established. And you did it when you were young, and you can rely on that later in life. Absolutely. Um, and, it, and it happens all the time. And, and the other thing that happens all the time is that, you know, I often hear from our class members and alumni oh, now that I'm out at this meeting, I didn't know that so many of these people were Mayor Star Council, you know, because it's not like we wear our shirts all the time. Um, so you know if you were <laughs> part of the group. But once you join the group, you know, you kind of start to recognize that no matter what you are interested in in Dallas, someone from Mayor Star Council is interested in it or involved in it already. And so it kind of provides you with this um, amazing extension to just say, you know, um, I went through Mayor Shark Council. Um, I heard that you were in class two and you sit on the parks board. How, how did you get there? Well, what does it mean to sit on the parks board? How, how can I uh, volunteer myself? What, what process do I have to go through? Um, or, you know, this, another thing that happens all the time is that somebody will come to me and say, um, we are creating this very special board of whatever it may be, and you have anyone who might be interested. And so I can offer this opportunity to our alumni because we're a trusted organization um, and we talk about commitment all the time. It is incredibly important that you show up. And so when you do show up, we are happy to then recommend you for, you know, really important roles in the city. This serves a lot more purposes than I had initially expected. The stuff that you're talking about, making these connections that are lifelong, teaching people how to be accountable and, and why that's important. You're also 
sort of vetting people out for for different jobs or possibilities simply by what you've seen them do through Mayor Star Council? It is not a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I have to call out our our current president, Lane Connor. Um, He loves what you just said. Um, And it's really true. It's really true. Um, And I, I like to say to the classes that your resume is not just what is on paper. Um, it is what you prove to other people. Um, that's and when an important you, lesson for yeah. everybody, but especially young people right now. That's right. That's right. Um, when you show up and you say, you say that you were going to show up and you're there, um, you're on time, you leave on time, um, and, and maybe you do something unexpected. You know, maybe you show up for, for a group who really needed some help because of, you know, whatever happened. Um, that is what we're trying to teach people that, you know, you need to be doing the right thing. Um, you need to be keeping your word, you know, because it, it really does, you know, the relationships pay off. Um, and, and when you ask someone what was their favorite thing about Mayor Star Council, um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I learned so much. I, I hadn't ever been to this part of Dallas before, but for really the best part are the friendships. Are you happy with the size of the classes? Would you like the classes to expand? So we've actually talked about that a lot, and we do um, compare, you know, ourselves to other leadership groups in Dallas. Um, We think the 30 to 40 range is really great, um, especially having gone through the class. You just have a better opportunity of building deeper relationships with people when the classes are smaller. So our, our goal is, is really to do that. Um, and we work really diligently throughout the year to try to expose people to various uh, groups of people within their class. So they're not just, you know, yes, they sit on a committee, but they also work on a tripod for a particular month so that they're getting to know other people from different committees. Um, we have a mid-year retreat where we encourage people to sit next to and talk to people they haven't really gotten to know throughout the year. And that's something that we're going to continue to work on because the larger the class gets, the it's more difficult to get to know everyone in your class. You said that applications are currently being accepted. What is the application process like if people are interested in applying? How do they do that? So um, you can visit mayorshowcouncil.org backslash apply. Um, everything is right there. I'm also um, always happy to have a phone call with interested um, applicants as our, um, our current leadership and alumni. Um, so what you would do is um, apply yourself. And what we ask is that you think really deeply about your answers. Um, we're not looking for you to say, I really want to make Dallas a better place. We are looking for you to say that, but we really want you to say, why is that? Um, what has your experience been? Or what is your goal for the future of Dallas And and what do you want to get out of it? And what do you want to, you know, give back to our city? We always say we're not looking for people who just want to put this on their resume. We're looking for people who want to make that commitment, who are interested in in getting to know other like-hearted individuals um, who may think totally differently than they do or look totally different than they do. But, you know, they're they're open and they're excited um, about this. And so, just be be honest, um, really share what what you're looking for um, and then and then provide two references as well who really know you 
um, who really know your commitment level, your passion, um, and that can be from the business world, from, from the nonprofit world, from your church or temple, really and truly anywhere. Um, and then um, they are due by May 1st. Is this a busy time for you because you're in this uh, kind of waiting period where you're waiting for the new applications? Is this an exciting time for you? I, right before these applications are in and done, where are you at? This is definitely um, really exciting. So we've had one information session so far, and we had a great group of people turn out um, to listen to our alumni focus on our three pillars, learn, connect, and serve. Um, of course, we were planning on having two more in-person um, information sessions in April, but that is most likely not going to happen. So we will have an online information session available um, in April. Uh, we'll be, of course, sharing that on our Facebook page, which is um, just facebook.com backslash Mayor Star Council, like our website. And absolutely, we, we want people to be emailing us, asking questions, visiting our website, watching our videos on Facebook, you know, even being connected virtually with people who are in the current class. And um, I'm always happy, like I said, to have uh, have a chat with a, um, someone who's interested in applying to the class because I can tell them about my own experience. Um, I usually say to people, I love the Maristar Council so much, I never left. Um, it's true. <laughs> I really do. I see its value. Um, I hear about its value every day. You know, I love, love hearing from our current class members and our alumni, but I really love to hear when someone out in the community says, oh, do you know what some of your Maristar Council people did today? This incredible thing. So it's just something that I didn't know about. Um, and it's just, you know, amazing to watch our people get recognized for the incredible work that they're doing in our city. It's a fantastic organization. If you want to learn more about it one more time, the website, mayorstarcouncil.org. I have been speaking with their executive director, Diana Einstein. It was great speaking with you. I really want to continue this relationship and learn more about the organization. Talk to more people that are on the council. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. We're really excited as well. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.